Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for July the 13th. What a special day today is. Hey guys, today we're going to be in Ezekiel 37, okay? And let me tell you, we're going to see a totally awesome story because we are going to see the power of God and we are going to see the breath of God. <laughs> Thanks for watching the video. So listen, if you go back in my playlist, I'm going to post it there, okay? There's something called Friday the 13th, okay? Listen, listen, there's no difference between the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, the 18th, the 29th, the 30th, the 5th. It's all the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Just because it's the 13th, don't be looking around thinking something bad's going to happen. That's of Satan. It's of the devil. It's of the world. It's of the flesh. It's not of God, okay? And I'm going to post that. Watch that devotion. Give honor to God this very day. It's his day. Guys, again, we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 37. I love this story. It's one of my favorites in the Bible. The hand of the Lord was upon me. Guys, listen, listen, listen. I could stop right there and just start preaching up a storm. I mean, I could go hours in the hand of the Lord and the Lord was with him and the Lord was with him and God was for him. Oh, I mean, it's just all over the Bible. And when God is for you, nothing can defeat you, okay? Because it is God who is safeguarding you, protecting you, blessing you, providing for you. It's all God. It's none of you. You're resting in the body. You are resting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. He defeated death, hell, the grave, and Satan, okay? You're just there in the winner's circle with King Jesus. Don't get me started. Like I said, it says this. And the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was filled with bones. Verse 2. He led me back and forth among them. Meaning this. This is Ezekiel. God places him in this valley. It's nothing but bones. Dry bones. God's making him walk up and down in it. Almost like all these rocks that are all over. God's making him walk up and back, up and back. I love this story, okay? It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and he saw a great many of bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. God asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Okay? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Oh my goodness. I love Ezekiel. I love these words. He, he's given a question. He doesn't try to fluff it. He doesn't try to make something up. He doesn't know. He says, O sovereign Lord, giving honor to God. He says, only you know. God is about to ask Ezekiel to do something in verse 4. It says this, Then he asked me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Hey, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. And I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Oh my goodness. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded. He's doing what he was commanded to do. Whole nother devotion. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was noise. The rattling sound of bones. They came together bone to bone. And I look and tendons and flesh appeared on them. And skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. You're like in a valley full of bones, okay? And God tells you, I want you to prophesy life over these bones. And all of a sudden, all the bones start rattling and shaking and everything. And they start coming together together and flesh starts coming upon him and skin and eyeballs and hair. I mean, I would be totally freaked out, okay? But here's the thing. God can do anything. I love it. I love it, okay? Verse 9. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what, what the, the sovereign, sovereign Lord, Lord says. Said. Come forth from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into the slain. 
that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Oh my goodness. Here's the thing. you talking about a vision. What does it mean? What does it mean to you and me? Here's the thing. Do you want the breath of God in you? Ask for it. You might be asking, well, what's going on in this time that God is giving him this special vision? Let me tell you what's going on, okay? Israel and Judah are in Babylon. They're slaves, okay? They've lost everything. Why? Because of idolatry, because of rebellion, because of sin, okay? And so they haven't listened to God. God brought judgment against them. And here's the thing. They are at the lowest point of their lives. They don't think they're ever going to make it back to Israel, okay? But Ezekiel is given a vision, okay, that I'm going to restore. This is God saying this, that I'm going to restore you to that form of glory. I'm going to do it. See, man can't do it, okay? Israel can't do it. There's no one that's locked up, okay, who is a slave, okay, who is under bondage, who is hurting, who's going to be able to stand up, step out, cowboy up and get back over to Israel and make it happen. It has to be what? It has to be by God's Spirit. That's where we come to the breath of God. That's where God is going to breathe. He's going to speak. It's going to be a done deal. It's going to happen according to the word of the Lord. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. These are the words of God. They are not going to go out and come back void. Realize this. What God is saying is, Israel, right now, where you are in Babylon, you're dead as a nation. There's no life in you. You are walking dead. Watch this. That's what they are, okay? They're not following God. They're not obeying God, even in Babylon. They haven't just straightened up, okay? They're picking up the practices, okay, and the worship of those Babylonian false gods. What Ezekiel is prophesying, it doesn't seem possible. And friends, it's the same in your life and mine. We've gotten ourselves into places, haven't we? We've done, we made bad decisions and choices, and now some of us are in a jail cell, okay? We're likened unto Israel that's in Babylon, meaning there's no way out. I mean, here's the thing. I'm stuck. I'm against a brick wall. I mean, I'm chained up. I'm just like Israel in Babylon. I have no options, Matt. I know that. God knows that. You do have an option. It's him. God is giving Israel, okay, a word picture. He's saying this. He's identifying. He's saying, you see all the bones? That's you. That's what happens when you don't serve God. You end up dying. You're dry on the inside. You're empty on the inside. You're not a benefit to anyone. Listen, you're not a benefit to anyone when you're not living in Christ and following the Spirit, okay? When you're not surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You're no benefit to anyone. You're actually a hindrance. You're a detriment, okay, to the kingdom of God because people are looking at your life and they're thinking, well, if that's Christianity, why would I want to do that? It's not working in their life. Why would I try to apply that to my life? God is saying this. Let me show you a word picture. These bones, that's you. But all it takes is me speaking a word and the bones will come to life. But even more, once they come to life, they were just still standing there. They weren't alive. They looked like they were alive. You know what that is today? That's a person that's sitting in church that's chaff. That's the Darnell seed, okay? That's the wolf, okay? They're acting like a Christian. They're saying all the right things, but they don't belong to God. They don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Meaning this, they're a fake. They're a fraud. They're an actor or an actress, okay? There are so many of these people who just are, listen, they are professing something, but they are not possessing that eternal life, those living waters of who God is, okay? And so that's the person that's standing there, but there's no life in them. Friends, here's the thing. If that's you, what do you need to do? Drop down to your knees. Get with God. How many people do I personally know that I've been to churches and I've seen and I know in my life, okay, that's them. They look like they're alive. 
and they say the right things. I mean, when I say, hey, how's your relationship with the Lord? They look at me like I'm clueless, like the deer staring into the lights right before the SUV smacks him and knocks him 30 feet in the air and busts the guy's windshield, okay? And he realizes he has a $1,000 deductible. Are you kidding me? Listen very carefully, okay? Here's, what do we need? We need God to breathe on us, okay? God tells Ezekiel, Prophesy to the four winds, the four corners. Four in the Bible means, okay, watch this very carefully. Man's weakness, God's greatness. It means the seasons. It means the sovereignty. It means the four corners of the earth. It means God's control over his creation. That's what it's talking about. That's what it means, okay? We need God to breathe life into us, okay? How do we do that? If God will speak those words our way, we have life, okay? We will respond to what God does. If he shines light into our hearts, what happens? We respond to that light. We respond to what he has done. It's never in and of ourselves. The people in Babylon, they can't do anything. I mean, they're stuck. Some of you are stuck. Some of you are against a wall, okay? And you're so frustrated. You're so mad. You're so angry. You don't know what to do. Let God breathe into you this very day. Let him prophesy a word over you. Let him bless you. Let him favor you. Put up the white flag. Do it his way, not your way. Your way hasn't worked or you wouldn't be in the situation you are right now. The thing. Just because you hear rattling bones doesn't mean that you have life, okay? Even a corpse once in a while stands up because he tightens up, okay? that is that you? Do you want that to be your life? Do you want that to be the categorization of how people think of you? Or do you want people to look at you and say, man, I can see the handprint of God on that person's life. I, I can't tell what it is, but there's so much zeal. There's so much love. There's so much compassion and mercy and grace. It's almost like God himself is going down the ladder and funneling through that person as a conduit of himself to a lost and dying world. Let God breathe on you this very day. This vision, okay, that Ezekiel had was a picture and a word and an encouragement, okay, to God's chosen people, the elect, the remnant, okay, who were in Babylon. But it also is going to what? The future kingdom of God, meaning during the millennial reign when King Jesus, okay, is lording over the earth for a thousand okay. years. Ezekiel, okay, was given a word in chapter 36, okay, to prophesy about the rebirth of Israel, okay, prior to the vision he had in chapter 37. The vision, guys, watch this very carefully. The vision is talking about God's power, not man's resources, not man's strengths, okay, not his ingenuity, okay, his, the things that he has under him. It's talking about all God and none of you. Guys, watch this very carefully, okay? Because Israel, okay, is in Babylon, okay? You have to realize what's taking place. They've been beaten, they're sick, they're downtrodden, they're malnutrition. They don't have what they had in the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. They don't have the provisions, the blessings, the favor of God. They're prisoners, prisoners of war. They're getting rations, they're living, but they get the scraps off the table. You, I, and all those people in the millennial kingdom, you know what we need? We need God to breathe on us. Spiritually, physically, okay? Some of you need God to breathe on you financially, okay? Some of you need God to breathe over a relationship, okay? Or over a job, or over some crisis in your life, or over some hurt or some pain. We need the breath of God to flow in and through us carefully. We need God to breathe on us because that ministers to us. That makes us whole. Honestly, the person who's living a life without God, excluding God, okay, just saying they belong to God, what you're missing is the breath of God.
the Spirit of God. Okay, you're missing the abode. You're missing the whole package. You're going about it in your own strength. You're going to fall short and you've already fallen short because when God looks in your heart, He doesn't see Christ. We need God every day. I need His presence, His provisions, okay? His blessings, His favor, His protection, all of God, none of me, moving forward, following the Spirit, letting Him handle the difficulties in life and breathing in what He gives me daily through His sovereignty, His providence, okay? Through circumstances that He allows, that He dictates. Do you understand where I'm going with this, guys? See, guys, listen very carefully. God has a plan for you, but you need God to breathe your way. Okay, you're walking around and you have flesh, you have bones, you have everything you think you need, but you need the breath of God in your season, in your life, in your family, okay, in, in that job. You need all of God, none of you. You need the breath of Almighty God. He will breathe on you if you ask Him to. This very day, ask Him for a fresh breath of Him and see what He'll do. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.